Alright, we are go. Coffee regular. Episode, well, season two, episode three. Yeah, I yes. think. I think that's what I yeah. wrote down. Yep. I hope that's what I wrote down. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where we're at. That's where yeah, we're at. Yeah, cool. So, uh, so we're kind of revisiting martial arts heroes. Revisiting martial arts heroes. And I just suppose heroes in general and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Last week we were a little bit, not negative, just sort of on the downer side of it. Yeah, we, because we got downer, and I think we, we've we worked out our issues. How about that? Um, yeah, it was therapeutic. It yeah. was very therapeutic. It was more of like a what-not-to-be kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this week, we, uh, I was touching on just like other examples that we made last week, like with Goliath from Gargoyles and like... Um, who else did we talk about? Um, Teddy Roosevelt, stuff like that. Yeah, we went all over. Yeah. All right, so today I want to open with two things. Um, one, I'm straying a little bit from Ohio coffee today because we're having Ohio, a coffee that's Ohio coffee to me. Caribou coffee. They're caribou, like normal roast, beautiful medium roast with a little cacao powder in the in the uh, coffee press. Beautiful. Can't go wrong. Beautiful, smooth, delicious coffee. But I will kick off today with a story of there's a spot in my backyard where the grass doesn't grow well. If you ever get to see my gra- my backyard, my grass is beautiful. It's nice. It's like carpet. It was like that when I moved in. I'm not a lawn guy, but I try to keep it that way. So I have this spot. And me and my daughter are discussing, like, maybe we should do something with this spot. She goes, Papa, Mr. Miyagi. Let's Mr. Miyagi it. And I'm like, all right, but I thought we wanted to Street Fighter it too. She goes, yeah, we need to Street Fighter it as well. So this is how we talk. And so there's going to be like the Miyagi Street Fighter corner yeah. of my yard. <laughs> and this summer, that's what we're working on. <laughs> but if you talk about like positive heroes, positive yeah. things to do, I'm thinking of uh, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. If you don't own it, buy it. It was a web series. It's amazing. It's actually supposed to be there was a web series, and then there was a big gap, and then they did, like, a prequel to Street Fighter V, so there's this whole thing in the middle they might be doing a actual TV show of. Sweet. It's going to be amazing. That'd be dope. But, yeah, all Ken and Ryu's stranding is what we refer to in that. And then Mr. Miyagi's backyard is Mr. Miyagi's backyard. Right. Um, and, yeah. So. Just, I mean, yeah, you replicate that type of positivity, and that's just kind of where your brain goes, and that's where you can, mm-hmm. like, wire yourself for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to the negative, I suppose, or just like the pulling on that like victim mentality or something like that, or like mm-hmm. yeah, um, you want you want you want your training to. I mean, if you need to sort through stuff, sort through stuff, but you want it to lift you up. Yeah, that's what it's all you know, basing back to. Yeah, you're there to be lifted up. You're there to be put in a good mood, and so create the space in that way. You know, very much why, like, my basement dojong is surrounded with pictures and quotes of all my favorite peoples. Uh, so I can come down here and I can, every day I can see something new. And look at it, read it, yeah, that's what I needed today. And I got, you know, I can train in every way I want to train. Yep. Right here. and then, Uninter- Uninterrupted. Yeah, uninterrupted and watch a cool movie and, yeah, it's a positive space. Yeah. But yeah. intentionally created based on lots and lots of training scenes from lots and lots of kung fu movies from, you know, the 60s through yeah. today. <laughs> you created your own. <laughs> yeah. And now, years from now, hopefully someone will look back at Coffee Regular Podcast and be like, dang, I need that basement dojang. <laughs> that spot is nice. Yeah. Or just, I mean, just the 
even if it's you don't train or anything, you just create a small little space in your house. That's your corner. That's your whatever, and you chill out there, and that's your mental space where you create that work on stuff. Spot. Yeah, I have a um, like a one of my daughter's friends down the street. Um, his mother has a brother who lives in Northern California who is, comes here, and we train together when he comes. He's cool, but his house got a meditation room. He's a firefighter in California, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, we got a meditation room." I'm like, bam, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't have, like, a huge apartment or anything by any means, but I have a one little corner with, like, mats and my, mm. like, salt lamp and my stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, that's my, uh, that's my corner. You know, I stretch out and move Just, and roll and do whatever there, you know. Uh, that spot has, like, an energy to it. Yeah. But is that spot inspired by any training scenes or movies oh, yeah. or ideas? Like, where yeah. are you going? The Dojang. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, I was like, dang, I need mats. Yeah. I mean, it's been a goal, you know, every, it's, it's, I think it's every person's goal, like, or, you know, any serious martial artist. Serious goal martial arts for sure to be able to train in your pajamas at home. Yeah, to yeah. like just wake up, have some coffee and do your thing and, you know, mm-hmm. in your, your training zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on top of that, it allows you to create a space that you, you can control who's in and who's out, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. say like a gym or something like that that isn't necessarily like yours or something like that you can't control that or no uh, but that like at home like if you want someone there they're they and they want to come like they'll they'll be there and uh that's why my chinese demon is at the top of the stairs yeah he protects it from bad people exactly bad people can't come down here <laughs> exactly and i think uh that reflects on the energy that's why i think we do this here yeah, like we do this down here. Why we're here in this little corner where you know we've tried other places in my house. Yeah, it's but cool. This is the flow. This is the spot, man. Yeah, because yeah. we're both comfortable in the the mats, the the training gear. Mm-hmm. Like that's home. Yeah. So, but I think that relates back to just sort of the generic like martial arts heroes. Like they're always in their their dojo training. They're always they're there. In their always, spot. They're always yeah. in, in their element. So I think that that type of repli- you know replication on our end is manifested that way like uh shit i know i'm never gonna be like fucking superhero or anything but we're again like we're kind of talking about last week like i'm gonna have my lair where i go to train and like do this and you know try and be superhuman but yeah get to you yeah i mean what is superhuman i mean what is magic but you know science that hasn't been explained yet Mm -hmm. right you know exactly Look how fast Usain Bolt can run. Yeah. And actually, he says he's slow now. He's like, by that gear, it's gone. I'm old. Mm-hmm. And he still <laughs> runs a sub 10 second 100 meters and still crushes people. Like, even, you know, 20 years ago, Michael Johnson, you know, 30 years. You no, know at 96, I'm thinking like 30 years ago. Like, Michael Johnson, he wasn't running that fast. He was the fastest man on the planet for a while there. Even he's like Usain Bolt. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and there's some little kid coming up that Usain Bolt's like, yeah, oh, he's gonna yeah. crush it. He's hitting eight seconds. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> There's and, always gonna be that that next number chaser, that next whatever, like the next. But tackle. I mean, if 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 you see someone do it, it becomes possible. Oh yeah. You know the classic story of the dude who ran the first four minute mile. As he was training for that, everyone's like, "Your heart's gonna explode. You're gonna die. Your legs are gonna fall off." He does it. The next year, fifteen people do it. Mm-hmm. You tell me those fifteen people couldn't have done that it's the at the same time. It's it's belief. Yeah. You know, it's the monkey see, monkey do, right? But you, you'll see it if you believe it. Mm. You know, and Absolutely. I, for me, heroes become comes down to that. 
of even if it's a comic book character that I admire, say Daredevil, of Daredevil's radar. Well, as a kid who was pretty much legally blind, just the concept of it allowed me to heighten my senses and pay attention to other things. Well, yeah, instead of like um, being like, "Oh fuck, I'm legally blind," like. You know, you could probably sit around and bitch and moan about it because it's yeah, hard. Well, as a kid, it. I didn't know. Yeah, but, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I know the difference. Yeah, but, but then, like, you that put a positive spin on something negative for you. And, like, Daredevil's got radar. Yeah, like, Daredevil's like, like, has my radar. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I click. Uh, I do when I walk in rooms. I'll click and stuff, and I'll touch walls. And I can get a, I get a sense of the room. I can actually feel it. Yeah. I can feel the sound waves. It's kind of funny. But, um... <laughs> yeah, that, that has, I mean, that reflection from... You know the comic book realm, but that comes into real life and some. Dragging into reality, that, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, but the idea. Are you fighting bad guys in Hell's Kitchen every day? No, but if no, you walk into a room and you can tell like what the acoustics are and tell what's going I on. Feel and, comfortable and have a sense of space. You exactly. know, my ears are my depth perception. Yep. But they're my depth perception because Daredevil gave me the idea when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and I started working on it, and exactly. I realized I was kind of doing that anyway. You knew it was, it was possible. Like, you knew it was mm-hmm. a thing. Hmm. It was well, a thing that existed in nature, so you're like, okay, I can do that. Boom. I can do that, yeah, cool. This will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, what do you got, Cheney? I mean... Who inspired your inverted guard or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, like, when I started, I was, like, trained to replicate the best people that I thought were the most dominant people not necessarily at the time, but just, like, throughout the sports that I wanted. Like, ah. uh, wrestling, like, Kale Sanderson, who's undefeated in college, you know. And he's yeah, and now, a hell of a coach. Yeah, now he's running the, Unbelievable you know, the most State. prestigious wrestling program in the country. Like, But I learned uh, just, like, specific things. Like, I was just pulling from the best sources. Like, Marcelo Garcia, I like certain things he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I like to do arm drags and, like, butterfly guard. But then I also, like... Uh, the leg locks and stuff of like certain like catch wrestling stuff. Uh, oh. I like throws. Like I the certain throws that I like, not necessarily like judo or jujitsu per se, but like sort of like hybrid wrestling throws. So oh, yeah. it all kind of comes from different sources to kind of make my game. You know what I mean? Make your game your game, but yeah. you're, you're pulling from somewhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whether it's yeah. but again, like you, it's, let's look at it's like striking, like. Like that when I was like doing Muay Thai, I like, like Bukau. Like he was just a crazy kicker. He was, yeah. you know, I wanted to replicate that. No. You know, there's and Ramon Decker's like just these, you know, killers basically. Mm-hmm. So you start to aim for like these almost superhuman levels. You know, like you're gonna find mm-hmm. something in the middle. Probably. You're gonna find <laughs> like, something there. But the cool thing about that too is that um, the upside of knowing your heroes are human. It's they're freaking human. They do that. Right. It's like, well, why can't I? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know, like I mean, if you're talking to like old Taekwondo. People I used to emulate. Um, Hyun Lee. Hyun Lee was my dude. Look him up. Um, Hyun Lee versus Danny Kim Pro TKD. That's my favorite fight of all time. I had that taped <laughs> when I was in high school, and I'd watch it every morning. The tape actually wore out. But, um, yeah, thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Bringing that back. Yeah, for real. YouTube. But, um, but uh, you know, just outside of um, movies, like real life, I would... I had a coach who I would emulate his back kick. He had a great mm-hmm. back kick. I love that kick. But he unleashed movement patterns, man. And just how he bounced. I yeah. even stole one of his haircuts. That's the <laughs> thing. Like, it it was more than just like a, like a move they did. It was their maneuvering before that. Like the way they're, 
you know, you could like see the ozone before they did this fucking move. Like you could, mm-hmm. but they were so you, relaxed, they were so yeah. in the zone. Like I showed that to my my wife years later. I showed that fight to her, and she goes, "That's how you fought." Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. like, yeah, Lee, seriously. Yeah, she's like, yes. like, yeah. See how he like, look how he wiggles and see how he moves his feet and look at that check. You did that. I'm like, well, I guess I did. You're like, so some like of this. the imitation paid off. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I did it. Yeah. yeah, some of it worked. Neat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you see, like even just like some of the smaller nuances, like a timing of certain things, or mm-hmm. that's where it starts to kind of where you can start to like, dig in and study stuff of your heroes and then pick out what mm-hmm. makes them human. Where you, and I'm, but it like makes you like. Oh, I could beat them there, right? I, I, I maybe can, have better I this. I could do or... that. I could pull. I can make that to the next yeah. level. But you yeah. know, mirror neurons are a thing, uh-huh. and we have the most of them of any mammal, which is why, you know, um, Leonardo da Vinci would say that um, humans are imitators. But there's a, that's why we can mm-hmm. watch things and absorb them. I'm reading a book called The Inner Game of Tennis right now. Oh yeah, I read Thank that. Thank you for us, Sahabi. Um, it's a great book. But I'm right at the beginning, and he said um, when he was starting to figure that out. He attempted teaching somebody. He said, just watch me serve this. And he did it five times. And the guy watched. He said, don't even think about it. Just, just watch me and just do it. And he said, all the things he got right. And he said, the one thing he was thinking about was footwork. And he got that wrong. But everything else he wasn't thinking about, he got right. Just from observation. Mm-hmm. And that's mere neurons if you're, you're bringing it into that. And so by studying tape, by having heroes, by trying to emulate them, Simply by looking at them, listening to their rhythm, watching how they walk, you know, like, you yeah. pick up a lot, a lot more than you'd realize. Yeah, uh, I think that takes, uh, just, I suppose it starts with interest. Like, you have to you be have interested to be in, yeah. uh, looking for the next step or looking for the nuances. Like, if you're not interested, you're just going to look at the maneuver and that's going to be it. You're yeah. not going to look for like, why is this happening? What's happening before? What's happening after? What's after? What's mm-hmm. happening during? Like, you break it down so far that you're like, okay, I understand this entirely now. But now then you're like, okay, can I copy this, implement it, and recreate it on yeah. a, a high percentage scale? Then you like, just can start digging deeper and deeper as you copy it more. And exactly. Learn all the little bits. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's... Uh, it's obviously evident, like in kid, like teaching kids, like that yeah. we're mirror mammals and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I have some kids in my kids' class that aren't super verbal, but like I can talk to them and or, or demonstrate and okay. show them and still get them to do what yeah, we're doing. I mean, you know? People do what you do, not what you say. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, I, yeah, as a teacher, I, I'm very aware of that as well. Is, right. You know, just move right. Don't worry so much about the words. The words will happen, but. You yeah, move like, correctly. You could, I could say yeah. the ten. I could say one thing ten different ways. You mm-hmm. know, one might click, but for you to actually implement that into movement isn't going to mean anything for a long time. Yeah. Uh, oh. But if I move and I, if I need to, I'll like physically place your hands or feet or something yep, like that to understand the leverage point, and then see it's how it feels you. different. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like that's the light bulb moment that you look for. Like, yeah. oh, that's where you. Uh, but that's the benefit of having a coach. But for having a coach and the benefit of teaching physical things, yeah. I'm not as good at that if it's something on paper, per se. Right. Yeah, I, I, there's no way I could just, like sit down and teach someone like accounting or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can explain the idea of a tieback in storytelling to you, but I got to tell you the whole damn story first. And then see how I put that in? See how it ties back, ties mm-hmm. back? You know, and maybe you get that over time, but... 
it's a lot easier for me to see like here's how you throw a kick yeah. and i can get you i can get you basic there real quick like i don't know yeah it's but, uh depending on how much time you have with people how much time in like mm-hmm. um like that's the that comes back to like just student teacher relationship like mm-hmm. the more time you spend with someone the more you're going to realize like how they communicate how you communicate with them and like how you actually get a point across to them mm-hmm. okay so that that brings up a cool question then as far as heroes and emulating people um ultimately teaching is your own style but you learn from other people yep so teaching wise like heroes versus people you know you don't know who you pulling from teaching wise like uh it was it was more like calmly charismatic people like uh, i'm trying to think of a good example of that I guess like Simon Sinek or someone like like very just steady like a bullet train, but still trying to deliver something. But they don't have to be like overzealous and like because that's I mean that's not me. But like, I mean you've been teaching for a long time. Yeah. Where yeah. do you think some of it came from? Uh, probably the environment that I came up in, like the way I teach. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned it, like how like I let a class kind of start up on its own and like it's class time, but I haven't necessarily like reined anyone in, but like mm-hmm. as soon as I start to walk out then it's kind of like the, the sound sucks down and everyone starts to pay attention and like class starts and like I don't necessarily have to yeah. do anything for it. But um, in terms of like from that teacher role, I, I found that I've always had to ease, ease the... I don't know, discomfort or something, like, with starting something formal, like a class or something, I guess. Like, yeah. uh, sometimes it's weird to, like, line up and be all quiet and, you know, bow in and stuff. So, like, some, I just fucking don't. Yeah. Like, but at the end, we'll do it to just, you know, have the camaraderie. Yeah. Um, but again, like, the environment that I came up in was just, like, super weird. And, like, the teaching was quality. Um the information was quality, but, like, the relationship from teacher to student was strained. So oh. I suppose I tried to bridge that gap and just, again, like, be who I needed or who I wanted or whatever. Yeah. I tried to be that for other people. I mean, yeah, ultimately, though, you just need to be you if you find yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it took time for me for to be comfortable to, like, to put myself out there and be that way. Mm-hmm. Um and, like, just let me flow and let, like, my identity as a teacher go and, like, do that. Oh. Um, it didn't used to be that way, too, because I had something fucking breathing down my neck to be like, whoa, you yeah, know, it's oh, fucking I wrong. Hate, I hate yeah. that. Oh, God. So that, I feel that, man. But that's a very yeah. recent thing, too, is just kind of coming into my own that way. Yeah, you know, just like, your freedom has only been a few years. Right. right. So, like, uh, it's, you know, like, yeah, it's learning what I can take from the past that's positive and leave what's shitty behind and learn from that and yeah. move on. I got you. And still just, you know, grow. All right, well, um, I don't know, I'll take it a little... I'll take it a little more specific as far as teaching goes because I come from a very formal environment and I've been able to adjust to an informal environment. And so I've talked about how, like, I kind of had to develop a, a character. Mm-hmm. And, um... Oh, it's funny. I told I was telling this off air, but like, my teaching voice is now just my voice. Right, that's just it. Like, it's like <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, this used to just be the voice I had to put on, 
and I guess I, I don't know if I created it and now it's there or this is just my adult voice and maybe that's, I don't know. You just that's, grew that's into That's a the, conversation for another day. grew into your character. But yeah, it started with the voice and the posture and I was looking at Batman and I was looking at Nightwing and I was looking at, you know, and and there's a, you know, watching my favorite fighters, how they walk. You know, I saw a good fight about how they walk, man. Posturing. But it's swag. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's, it's the that. swag. There's a relaxation to it, but they're really there's a strong posture to it. There's, it's all these things, you know, and so I had to start physically and build the character, and then environmentally, I come from a real you know taekwondo, especially my era was super structured, very militaristic. Mm. Um, I didn't have to cut my hair. Luckily, <laughs> I was allowed to have long hair, which was cool, and that's a weird thing to say for the thing you're going to after school that you're paying for. But, um, you know, uh, by the time I got to Ohio, like, Doc didn't care. She's yeah. like, great hair long, man, you're cool. You have crazy haircuts. But even, you know, she came up real old school. And where I started in Pennsylvania, super formal, laid back, but fun. But still, you know, there's a structure to it. There's the lineup. There's things you say, things you do. There's, you know, I know in, um, in Ohio, man, we have, like, a... We did like the class oath when we started mm -hmm. and you bat everyone lines up and bows in a certain way. And then, you know, at the end of class, you line up and you bow in a certain way. And there's a certain way you talk to people, this person or that person. And really like weird carryovers from perception of Korean culture. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, I, yeah. which got, I mean, in Athens wasn't so bad. It had its moments. Sure. But I um, mean, really like we called each other by our first names and yeah, stuff. It was yeah. day. It got it got really weird up here. It got a little bit much, and um, a little overboard. Like there's still a, I don't know why this happens, but there is a group of people now, and they're probably all in their twenties, that will call me Master Daniels. I've never asked anyone to call me that in my life. Yeah, I hate that. Like Mr. Daniels was hard enough. Uh, like I could take that, but for some reason that like started happening, and I'm like. Shut the fuck up! I'm not even a, like, a fifth-degree black belt. I, like that's not a title I can have. Sure. I, I, I don't know. Based on surgeries, give me that fifth-degree guy. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know, and, like that was sort of the epitome of the weirdness. And so when I fell out of that, you know, and then I like when I when I fell out of that, I started boxing, completely the other direction. Yep. And hands. <laughs> and yeah, well, just hands. Yeah, same technique though. Oddly mm -hmm. enough, but you sit down on a punch. Stand up and kick, sit down the punch. Other than that, it's the same thing. Um, and small footwork. But structure-wise, there's rap music playing with swear words in it. Everyone's like, people are shirtless. Coach is swearing. Mm -hmm. you know, it's a much different environment, yeah. and it messed with me for a while. I liked it. It was fun. But it's but, <laughs> but it was diametrically yeah, different than Diametrically opposed, but I went back to whole observing you know, heroes. I watched my boxing coach. How did he move? How did he talk to people? How did he associate? What? How did he teach? And it was, it was some genius shit. Like I, I started calling him. Um, I started calling him Jimmy Carter <laughs> because, well, because he was a negotiator. He was uh, like he could bring peace to anything. He was the alpha in the room. He wasn't a dick about it. Whereas I come from a, a, an environment of dick alphas, and then I go into boxing, and there's the relaxed, confident alpha. He doesn't need to assert. Doesn't like, need to assert anything. But it's taken care of. But he knows, you know. And we picked up on each other real quick because I, 
like I, I dial into that and I can learn from a person like that. Mm-hmm. And he saw that, you know, like I said, you walk some, you still watch someone walk, you know, but you know, they know some shit. Exactly. Like he saw me walk and he's like, what do you do? Not, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> he goes, it's oh, like, okay. <laughs> and, again, it comes back to that, like posturing. You see it in the, the walk. You're like, mm-hmm. okay. But he experience. was, <laughs> but he didn't step to me. You know what I'm saying? We just sat down and we were talking. Mm-hmm. And it's like instant comfort. And so I had kind of these these two things in my head. And very much helped me develop a new way of how to be a teacher. Of I was still my relaxed self, but I was able to let go of the formalities. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while. Like when I used to box, I would have a uniform. Like I had like a few outfits that I would wear two yeah. blocks. Yeah. And it was the same stuff. It was really funny because people at the gym would make fun of me. Because, like, I would, they, like, you're going to wear this this day. You're going to wear that that day. You're <laughs> I'm like, creature of habit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I am. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but it was a, the transition. And then to have jujitsu kind of be the meld of those two things. Yeah. Is like kind of that happy medium. It mm. definitely is on the line. Mm. And that, get, like, that can change per school per class depending on who's teaching i mean that's that's anything though yeah it's school to school like environments are very different absolutely but i think i don't know maybe jujitsu as a whole was so much more relaxed yeah but there's a certain amount of formality in uniform and belt rank and even nogi like there's certain things you wear for nogi that you just like don't come in and that on (laughs) seriously (laughs) over your spats don't be gross yeah (laughs) well some places it's required to wear yeah, shirts over your spats, yeah, but yeah. you know, eh, sure. <laughs> but you know, just there's, but there, there, it's got its own weird structure. But it's funny how it really does sort of meet it in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's just uh, the the time that it was coming up and how it came up, like came up or was popularized with like the UFC and all that culture too. So like it had that spliced into it. Yeah, you know whether they wanted it or not. Yeah, I mean, get what you get. Yeah, now <laughs> it's kind of turned into this, like, hybrid where the relaxation and the humility of martial arts is there, but the sportsmanship is still there, too, of, like, fighting. Uh, I don't think, like, jiu-jitsu people need to be talking shit to each other, like, like in terms of competition, but uh. in terms of selling the sport and, and perpetuating it, I think... I think it's fine in a way. Yeah, like it because there are certain people that talk shit, but if they go too far, they get sort of shunned by the community. Right, exactly. Like that's the thing. The community, yeah, the community's like, all right, that's too much. <laughs> You're too much. It's like, like the yeah. community as a whole has semi decent common sense. Yeah, there's yeah. outliers here and there, but yeah, overall, I think it still has a prove it. Like, yeah, exactly. Get in there and fight. Don't exactly, see. like because you know. at the end of the day, like you either suck or you don't. Yeah, yeah, uh, I dig that. <laughs> I I always like that. Oh, we could sit here and talk all day. Yeah. Eventually, we got to throw hands. I know. Man, it's you like, know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's uh, one of the final frontiers that you can still do that, jujitsu. And within, I mean, yeah, within martial arts to a point, mm-hmm. but it's getting less and less and less. Yeah. And jujitsu and grappling in general is so hard to do alone. Mm-hmm. Striking, you can hit a bag. Yep. You can stand and hit the air. It's hard to it's, shadow wrestle. It's or. shadow. It's hard to shadow grapple. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, we were just we were doing shots on Tuesday when I was training, and 
it's hard to just do a shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I suck at shots, by the way, but yeah, it's hard to just kind of put the knee down and do the thing. If you have a person to grab onto, makes sense. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, heroes, in terms of, I mean, obviously, like I think competitive heroes are the easiest ones to go to because, like, oh yeah, I he mean, wins. He's you know. I mean, I studied the shit out of Michael Jordan as a no, kid. No, fuck yeah, like yeah, you know, and Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. and uh, even Magic Johnson. The reason I'm like forty percent or thirty percent left-handed was just Magic Johnson was like, you should be able to shoot and dribble equally with both hands, mm-hmm. with either hand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> And yeah, it just kind of got after that. Yeah. You know. But, and that's, you know, that's a really small thing, and that can start to add up to massive things in your life. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Actually, I had a friend. I'm um, friends with her 10 years. She just recently found out I wasn't left handed. See? There you go. And I had, this, I had the forethought to be like, I know something you do not know. <laughs> She's like, what? I am not left handed. <laughs> She's like, mind blown. She said, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> All these years. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm athletically left-handed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, I'll kickbox orthodox and I'll wrestle southpaw. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll switch both. But, like, mm. when it starts to blend, like, I'll... Yeah, I switch a yeah, lot. I yeah. mean, but I'm primarily a lefty athletically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'll switch righty. It's fine. Yeah. But that's taekwondo. We switch all the time. Right. Yeah. You Which know, used to drive my boxing t- my boxing coach nuts. Switching. <laughs> like, pick a damn side. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm left-handed here. Ugh. <laughs> that's something. Yeah. Like, I'll, I work with, like, the shoe boxing and, like, that a little bit. It's like, they like to switch a lot, too. And I'm like, just wait for a little bit before we start <laughs> switching. Like, just a little. Yeah, just pick, yeah. Like, pick we'll, one for now. Yeah. Okay. We'll get there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Promise. Mm. Um. What other heroes do you find that you channel from, like, heroes outside of martial arts or even even in movies? Or, like, what's the, what's, say, like, what's, like, the grandest example of a, of your hero? And, like, what's the most human level? Grandest example? Mary Poppins. There you go. Mary Poppins and Bert, too. If you're good for going for the movie. Um, I'd forgotten how much I freaking love Mary Poppins and Bert until me and my daughter went and saw Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, Dick Van Dyke, if you're talking human, like, Dick Van Dyke's the epitome. <laughs> yep. He's my guy. He's 92, and he can still dance on deck. He can still jump up on a desk and dance. Yep. yep. You know, and... But then just... I mean, if you're just talking as... A person who shows up and does cool shit and doesn't make a big deal out of it, Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. She's fucking pulling magic she's, out she's of her. She's a fucking baller and says <laughs> nothing about it. And in the books, it's really funny because in the movie it's implied, but in the book, she very specifically shuts the kids down every time she does something magical. What are you talking about? We didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exaggerating. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then my godmother too, of um. She's also a, a magical being on the Mary Poppins level mm-hmm. of uh, as someone I've emulated as a parent, consciously and unconsciously. And then I, I talk with her every week, and I I give her credit for it. She's like, what? Yeah, I didn't do that. I guess yeah. I did do that. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. And it's really funny, but just she knows everything about everyone. Yep. And she gets she can do anything, and like, you just don't even see it sometimes, and shit's done. And, you know, yeah. having been exposed to the behind the scenes on that as a little kid, because I helped her do all that stuff a lot of times. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how you work. F- familial heroes like that. Yeah. Um, my my grandfather 
Yeah, you told me about their grandpa. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could have met that guy. He was super dope. Yeah. Uh, and the, I mean, recently, he just recently passed away, so I've been on that realm. So, uh. but just like you know, relaying that back to like uh, a real life hero, like he was, and even now I'm just learning. Like he did this and that, and but oh, he was things that come out about him. Uh, yeah, like. Uh, like last week I talked about like Teddy Roosevelt like he was sort of like fucking Teddy Roosevelt he was uh, an MD but he like was an avid hunter uh, he oh, was nice. into jazz music he played the trumpet and harmonica and he was just kind of just uh, a renaissance man you know yeah. he had and all these things had, that sort of wove back into yeah, each other that but then like he inherited some oil land in Texas uh, when he was like my age and then like recently like when he was 90 94 six or 97 it started spouting oil oh like, shit like weird shit like that like just just random life events that like he never like told anyone that that was a thing but like he, just like, he started oh, sending checks out to my, my parents and aunt and uncle he's like oh yeah i've had this and this is what's starting and like it's like what the fuck Still not, man. <laughs> yeah it's Still like not. <laughs> that's funny. just like goofy stuff like that I'm a, and, I'm a big fan of people who don't brag yeah who have like really cool secrets as long as those secrets do eventually come out yeah that's like, the thing he he just passed away, and now I'm learning all this like floodgate. But he like left all the clues for exactly. you, exactly. And I, I, that's cool. Like I appreciate the hell out of that. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. Like, he was tremendous grandfather, and like, you know, very loving, but also very. He wasn't like withholding by any means, but he was very reserved, and he was just you could. Te- he's just the most intelligent person in the world. You nice. know, the way he emotionally reacted to things or didn't emotionally react to okay. things, you could just. Uh, oh. But, I mean, he learned that somewhere. And yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, that's um, cool. So, in, just in terms of, like, an intellectual, familial hero, I suppose that would be one. Yeah. Um, and you don't... I didn't really... You know, it sucks, but you don't realize it until they're gone sometimes. No, like, you don't. You know? No, you don't. I mean, yeah, my uh, my godfather passed away <clears throat> ten years ago now because my daughter was, like, six months old, mm-hmm. and he never got to meet her. But he was that for me, too. Um, if you're talking on an action standpoint... I'm talking more about my godmother, but from an emotional standpoint, my godfather really set the tone for me in life. Yeah. And it's the littlest things. Like he was always there. And, you know, for years, like I didn't know about some of his health problems and stuff that he had. That when I was a kid and he would walk me to the park, how, like, how bad his feet hurt. Mm-hmm. And he never complained about it. Yeah. Like, or... How he was just, he would pick me up from Taekwondo all the time when my mom couldn't. Or just, um, like, just sitting and watching movies. Yeah. We'd sit yeah. and watch westerns together all the time. And I remember falling asleep on them since I was born. And, like, me and my daughter watched Batman. But that's mm-hmm. why. Right. Of that she, like, I kind of accidentally discovered that she really liked the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I just started doing that. And we still do that every day. But, I mean, 100% comes from the connection I have with my godfather. Yep. But that physical connection where we would just like snuggle on the couch and sit and like watch this thing that we've watched a thousand times. You can but pass that along. You yeah. pass that along and it's the connection, like how how important that is, is it's really funny, but it, it like kind of rounds you out emotionally and you're yeah. able to able to um you know, relate to people and understand people's feelings and yeah. just from like hanging out with someone and giving them a hug. Yeah. 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 Well, like, yeah. Uh, as a kid, or you know, as a child, you're like, 
you're present and that's it and you just you're yeah. just chilling out with grandpa and that's that but like later on you reflect on something like that and you're like oh wow this was like something that truly meant something to me and now i'm trying to do that again or gives re- you the past and you yeah. realize how important it was you're exactly like, and that starts to put things into perspective mm-hmm. and that's you know i mean and i'm insanely mm-hmm. fortunate too because he my grandpa <coughs> in general just like to you know uh archive stuff and just like uh awesome. they have our entire family genealogy mapped back to square one basically they have Dang. i have like some antique guns that my grandpa gave me that he has like a full rundown and report on like oh fun so like i know exactly yeah i know exactly where it comes from where you know it was used and where it was and this and thing you know uh so just that sort of cataloging yeah i I definitely appreciate that i'm fortunate that i because you know i mean everyone once people are have passed on it's like i wish i would have had the ability to ask them this this and this like they well, knew he's like here yeah like, i know you're gonna think you go. of it too late here yeah. you go here yeah. it is yeah and like that's <laughs> that's it's like one of those like heartbreaking but like that's like their last like uh physical thing they leave behind for you again is like but those guys are good physical yeah, things the man. keys to but the rest you know the rest of it the stuff is, and the stories behind it yeah but that's the thing like my grandpa wrote a book like just his memoirs kind of uh and again he was just he was quiet and reserved and just very observant so like i'm looking forward to reading that and seeing some of his inner workings you know oh that's awesome you get to see him develop yeah, you like, see him as a fully formed person exactly you get to see how he got there exactly like there's you things I mean, him as a teenager and like he was like a freemason like stuff like that he did insane stuff like that i think is just really interesting that's funny man yeah so i think uh, yeah it'd be very interesting um, super cool and yeah yeah i imagine you and him got along because uh you are him yeah in many ways we we had a very silent understanding mm-hmm. he never had to like reprimand me like i remember him having to get you know fucking yell at my cousins and this and that like whatever he never had to do that to me we had like a very you guys were just on the same page yep, from day one on the same wavelength like yep got it <laughs> very cool yeah that's very cool so and that yeah and that luckily i hopefully have his hair structure he had hair full head hair until yeah the you showed me that picture that yeah. dude has good hair great hair i'm hoping i got those jeans that i can yeah. keep this kick until the you and me both baby to the bitter end <laughs> That'd i'm be sweet i'm uh i guess i'm i'm getting up there as i'm a young dinosaur from fighter perspective young dinosaur and I still got all my hair. Yeah, you're still Pe- good. People think it's thinning, but no, I just have a giant forehead. It's always been this big. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, nah, man. So, yeah, there's no, like, dipping in the, the hairline or anything. Like, mm, it's chilling. No, that's good. I'm happy. But even, yeah, like, my dad told me, like, he doesn't have tons of hair, but he told me, like, he was mostly bald by my age, so I'm probably doing all right. Like, <laughs> I'm good. It's thick and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, and that's another example of a hero too. Is just my dad, like uh, again, quiet, quiet provider. Oh, uh, is your um, your grandpa, your dad's dad? Uh, my mother's father. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um. But someone, but my my father is a lot like my grandfather on that side. Like, oh, enough, yeah. Uh, just in terms of that's how it goes. Highly intelligent, very reserved, and observational. Uh, but it's not conventional, I suppose. Like my my dad is like borderline mechanical genius. Like he can f- 
tinker with anything and That's make cool. it work or make it function. <laughs> oh, it's fun. insane. I've seen him fix everything from clocks, lawnmowers, cars. Like he's a mechanic professionally, but like he just knows how shit works. Anything, yeah, you yeah. put anything in front of him, he knows how it works. Probably just in his brain, and then he starts. He knows the basics it. of it, though. Exactly. Man. I mean, he knows the basics of structure of how gears turn things. Exactly. And he's like, I can apply to anything. Bam. <laughs> but just now, yeah, I'm starting to realize that uh, I have a lot of that with my stuff. You know, like, yeah. or you know, I got that with jujitsu, or you know, I've applied it to jujitsu. Jujitsu is your way in. Like, your grandpa was a doctor, your yep. dad's a mechanic. You're breaking jujitsu down in that same exact yes. fashion. It's the yep. same thought process. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's Rem- my niche with it. Remind me, I, we need to learn some medical Latin. I got to teach yeah. you some medical Latin. It yeah. seems I've, to be in your blood. <laughs> I have tons of books. Yeah. Yeah. You learn those basics. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like ton of my family is in the medical field like aunt uncles nurses uh, mm. doctors whatnot so oh you tear people apart is. they put them back together yeah 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 pretty much <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah just that type of yeah you know, like yeah like you said like my dad like, he's really good at stuff but he's not he never brags about it like just, you know, just does it if he wants to and that's that yeah. Yeah, man, that's how it yeah yeah and i respect that uh, it's an easier way to live too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be quiet. Yeah. You know. And I mean, I'm not the world's best jujitsu person by any means, but like, I do okay. Got the mind for it. Yeah, I have the mind for it at least. Uh. Um, but even then, I'm not like, oh, I'm a jujitsu genius. Like, uh. I got some stuff working. You want to come hang out and maybe see if you got some stuff working? Like, oh, that's kind of how it is. Together. <laughs> like, let's see what happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, just growing up. You know, you question a lot, like, do I have this? You know, like, you question a lot of stuff, I guess. But that recently is kind of, like, solidified. I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's some cool. really good, like, uh, surroundings and just, you know, family setting that way. I was very fortunate that way, too. So, yeah, grateful. Not a lot of, not a lot of uh, dramatic action in your childhood, yeah. which is cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> very fortunate in that regard. Uh, well, I wouldn't call it fortunate. I would call it just... Like it is good. Good people, yeah. You know, planned ahead, yeah, or reacted properly, yeah, to whatever situation. Yeah, you know. I agree. Yeah, uh, props to the elders in my life. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're talking about it on the podcast, like a decade later. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, uh, well, cool. We're keeping it with heroes, mm-hmm. staying cool. So, um. I don't know, where do we steer it? We've gone kind of familial about it. Well, oh, my watch is almost dead, so I had to charge it. So I have to look at my phone. Oh, yeah. It's funny, I don't wear a real watch anymore. Uh, I'm, I <laughs> only wear a real watch to get away from my phone now. <laughs> it's nice. Uh, um, like, I can I set alarms on it, do whatever, have my stopwatch. A lot of the shit I do on that. Yep. But without the ability to go on Facebook and fuck with stuff, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I have I have minimal apps and stuff on my on my phone for that very like that only like one or two of them or have alerts set up. Yeah, yeah. I turn like, so many notifications. Yeah, I do the notification thing. I kind of I'm as I'm as little as little plugged in as possible. Yeah, you know and I mean I have a Fitbit. That's why I like to wear the watch because yeah, I like I like the sleep tracker. I really should only wear it when I sleep. Yeah, honestly, sleep tracker is amazing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um since we've just been like upping stuff and doing more stuff with this and just other stuff like mm-hmm. unfortunately it's 
a massive part of time and that doesn't have to be it doesn't have yeah, to mean, be i mean like, it, i've learned to like put limits on like oh i know i'm wasting time now or oh i know i'm doing something productive so, yeah it's i don't know having having the edit the podcast say mm-hmm. is um i use that as a way to um streamline my day yeah uh, I'm wasting time here. I'm being productive here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw it as a way in because it takes time. It takes yeah. me at least a couple hours yeah, to, to edit it. an episode. And really, like, that's why I do the pictures on YouTube because it keeps me focused. Mm-hmm. Well, I do, like, Keep the slideshow. It keeps me engaged in it so that I don't miss stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but that has really, I, I, and I, I, that's what I did it for is I used, I intentionally used it as a jump point. It wasn't a surprise. I was like, I'm wasting shit in my day. I'm doing mm-hmm. some dumb stuff. So it, it allowed me to structure my entire week and cleared all kinds of stuff up. And it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but, um, yeah. Even, I mean, prior to us getting on like a schedule per se, like past couple of weeks been like Thursday, Friday, pretty Yeah. Standard, pretty regular like, with that. Yeah. Uh, coffee. Regular. Coffee. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of been like the standard and that's like. Yeah, it's like, it, like, structures my day around that a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I can plan around, like, oh, I'm going to do the podcast, and then we're going to roll right into this, 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 and this. Like, yep. uh, that that organization came with just doing it and learning where I needed to be organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we're, we're both pretty open-minded people, though, because we did kind of go into it that way, too. We got to, yeah. when are we going to have time to do this? I don't know. Let's just pick a time. Yeah. And then, you know, I remember the have the text where you're like, we should do this once a week. I'm like, you let's sure? give it a shot. And then we're like, fucking. Um, so, um, we, like, we skipped a couple of weeks because we had shit to do. <coughs> it's not like it like made the podcast stumble on its face or anything. Like, mm-hmm. we're very go with the flow, you know. Yeah, but um, it's um, it's funny how we've both kind of used it in. We've added a thing to subtract things. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it definitely like gives a direction to like a lot of what I like think about. Just in terms of like what I want to include, or like yeah, I find myself like, doing even like that little too. bits of like the promos, or just like a picture I want to put up, like, or just in terms of like the back end stuff of like promoting other people or other podcasts or other products or other this, like yeah, that's a part of it too. That's fun, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm. but just packing value into it, you know, and packing understanding what that means. Yeah, not just making I mean, it like I've listened blind to a lot of Gary Vee in my life, just because of you. And yeah. now I just want to like drink wine and yell. But um, <laughs> you're just like, love but, uh, yourself. God damn it! <laughs> I have an inclusive work environment. Everyone yeah. likes you. Know. But um, you <laughs> like the whole adding value thing mm-hmm. is I understood that on sort of a on a, a you know a, a, I don't have a word on a not quite level. Once again, hand motions work. <laughs> um, on a very surface level. Sure. But then it's starting to like you've been throwing actual physical things at me like do this do this i got an idea for this yeah and and i'm like oh that's what that means adding value in this way in this age i get it okay um yeah like i've I've learned a lot about sort of the history of like advertising i guess and like what makes people buy stuff that's interesting gravitate towards stuff yeah, I know that from so, a print perspective. Yeah. I know how to draw something that'll make you catch your eye exactly where I want you yeah. to catch your eye. But you know, I've always been like yeah. fascinated by like what's going to draw people in and like what makes them engage for 
mm-hmm. like that product or certain, you know, like whatever, mm-hmm. like what makes them like, oh, this is cool. Or like, yeah, I mean, things like, you know, why like, am I a mark? Yeah. What do I like? Like, uh, like <laughs> ads, like iconic ads, like where's the beef or, you know, shit like that. Like, yeah. uh, I think that I just found that always very interesting and just Rhetoric kind of like that home. branding stuff, and like that brand yeah. awareness type stuff. Brand aw- And yeah, creating the brand yeah. of what we're doing has been an interesting process because it's been a lot more fun than I thought. It it's was like, a lot more fun than I thought because well, because we're very go with the flow about it. And we're making it fun. It we're making shitty, it fun. Like, we're not trying to put it on like this compressed timeline Yeah. of we're letting it breathe, we're letting it grow. And that I think you that know. comes from a lot of like Gary V. Simon Sinek comes back to like the taking care of the circle man yeah yeah, yeah like just taking talking. care of it like you need help i help you out you need, i need help help me out like yeah it's fine yeah and i mean yeah i'm just i think both people that are are leaders we both are leaders in sort of our own sort of separate communities and stuff but we're able to bring that into our friendship with each other and be reliable and non-judgmental mm-hmm. and you know be laid back about it and none of it's yeah. like the end of the world it's just, I mean, shit. Like, I literally treat it like it's like every episode is another learning experience. Like, Very much I learned so, so much, like, per episode and, like, in between each episode that, like, mm. I'm so excited to do the next one because we have, like, a new thing to do. Yeah, because we have something to do and we get to, like, work it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I say all the time, I just, I'm alone most of the time. Mm-hmm. So you're my one guy I get to sit and talk to. Yeah, yeah. Like, someone's, for real. Someone's talking about yeah. it. Uh, to, like, this is like what you do all day or this and that. I was like, yeah, it's, I'm very fortunate and this is pretty much all I get to think about. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is what I do. I mean, yeah, I'm very <laughs> fortunate to do this. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to come up with some weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're both outliers in that respect. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'm, we're both like, we just both like over-question ourselves and like, we're like, should we do it? Should I do it? And then like, it, once yeah. you do it, you're like, oh, fuck. That was done. That was awesome. I should have done that a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, glad we did it. Oh yeah. But that yeah, that came came back a lot to like the Gary V thing too. Is just like execution. Mm-hmm. Fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Don't sit around and you know speculate about it. Fucking do it. Make adjustments. Do it again. Yeah. Fuck around. Make adjustments. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. You know the whole just not being afraid to fall on your face in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think, um, you know, when uh, my daughter went to first grade. That was the first time I was alone all day mm-hmm. in like six years. I freaked out. First week, I just sat on my couch and cried. What the fuck do I do? Like, it was horrible. Like, I'd been eased into that. Like, yeah. preschool was real hard, but it was two mornings a week. You know, kindergarten was real hard, but it was just mornings. Right. You and know, it was and each all one, day, you're like, ah! Yeah, each one of those, I had a week of like sitting down crying about it. Mm-hmm. And then I had to structure it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I got it. And then, you know, first grade really hit because it was silent. I didn't have to make anybody food. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do any. I just like, oh my god, what do I After do? After that being do? your routine for, for so long, yeah. And then, all right. So this is actually leading to something. Um, a little bit on the heroes bit, but more on the emulating things. I started listening to podcasts, and so I'm like, all right, go with what I know. I'm looking up martial arts podcasts. I discover that Taekwondo isn't. I'm not interested in people in it anymore, and doesn't have much of a presence on YouTube. I'm like, all right, I love judo. Judo's got a bit more of a presence and a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah. You know, we're talking a lot of years ago. Uh, and um, and then I kind of started to discover jiu-jitsu. And, you know, Travis Stevens kind of bridged that for me. 
and discovering the, the Take It Uneasy podcast doesn't exist anymore, but um, bring it back, Lex. Mm-hmm. And um, between the Jimmy Pedro episode and the Travis Stevens episode, I mean, I found people that I could identify with. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and me and Travis Stevens are on the same page as far as how to train around injury and how to not make excuses on shit. Still like overall podcast goals. Travis Stevens. Travis Stevens. <laughs> Jimmy Pedro as a coach, I fought him a little bit as a competitor. But as a coach, just just that engaging coach was mm-hmm. cool. And then I started listening to other podcasts and talking about Gary V. I heard him real early, early on, and it was sort of on that line of just do something, get started. Yeah. And I did. Like I sent an email to this one company that I comp, like podcast I like to ask them for a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like they probably want to get back to me. I don't know, but I had to do something, and it, it started a. It started like a. It's just started a snowball. Yeah, exactly. You know? And then I was like, all right, I just start. I have to start. I'm a bad starter. I'd like, I'm exactly. good in the middle and the end, but getting started can be tough. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, dive in, figure it out, adjust, figure it out, adjust. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And here that's, we are. That's something, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's something I had to hardwire myself around because, like, more or less, like, that's what my anxiety is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. it'll, it's a, it'll deer in the headlight, kind of just, like, not execute. Yeah. So, like... Uh, execution literally is the remedy. Yeah. If I start doing something and like execution is the remedy for not executing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and as hard as it was to discover that, once I did, uh, my coping mechanisms were immediately like way better. Immediately on, <laughs> on point. And it's so funny because when I, I had to rediscover it, because mm-hmm. I knew it, I had it. I've been training for years. I've been alive. Yeah. You know, I've done a lot. I mean, I'm a very much you know. Is it? My aunt always told me. There's a saying in our family: as long as you leave, with, you know, as long as you land in your head, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we're all hard-headed people, like literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, and so like I have that. Yeah. But I, but like the anxiety kicks in, and I don't want to do it. And I hadn't done it in a long time. I checked out. Uh, yeah. I was just a dad. You know, I remember just, like with this particularly like the Facebook page. Like I don't want to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I was I like, do nah, it. dude, fucking oh, do it. And you did gosh. it. It's fucking great. You did it. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, as a way back in, yep. you know, and I specifically, if you're talking about heroes, just martial arts mm-hmm. as a hero. Oh, yeah. Of when I started deciding that I needed to work my way back into society, I'm like, how do I do things? I do everything through martial arts and knowing people. Yep. Everything. Yeah. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with martial arts. I started listening to stuff. I was like, this is going it, to, it'll, I'll lead me somewhere. I'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> And that's how it worked. <laughs> that's, yeah, like, uh, martial arts gave me the avenue to, like, break down big words, like, big words, like, networking, marketing, this and that, like, uh, give you a physical I'm like, I have to go to college example. and learn marketing, or I have to, like, go to this and learn advertising. It's like, well, no, boil it down to what you're doing, apply mm. it to what you're doing, and then just grow it from there. Like, the, now I, I'm starting to, like, understand trends and, like, weird, cool little things, and, like, I, on top of learning what doesn't fucking work yeah like i know that too <laughs> yeah uh but yeah that's been a fun thing too learning what doesn't work i'm still finding things where like i screwed up in the beginning when we were setting this up mm-hmm. and i'm but that, slowly you know, correcting it exactly but yeah. like looking at those failures and being like oh that didn't that was just a hiccup like it didn't like make the podcast fuck up entirely like that was just a thing that we can do differently later yeah we, need to, we can adjust that and then you discover those things as we go we're getting better and better as we go And, like, that's something, again, trusting the process, having faith in that. Like, jujitsu made me have the ability to trust the process through the shittiest stuff. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I had one of my kids last night, like, asked me, like, how long did it take you to get your brown belt? And I was like, 10 years, and I, I'm still kicking. Like, and he was but, like, how'd you do that? And I was like, you keep showing up. Just keep showing as up. As cliche as that is, like, yeah. man, like, I had a lot of days. Like, I know you guys are tired and hungry or whatever. Some days you don't want to train, but, like, you got to train. Just keep showing <laughs> up. I was having a, a fun conversation with my daughter the other day. Um, of um, there's various people in, in our lives that have health issues mm. and a lot of them relate back to just lifestyle things Yeah. and I was trying to boil this down I said do you know I train every day buddy and I was joking because like you know I train every day but I don't clean every day sometimes I won't clean so I can train and, and she's like no why I said because you can take a day. I can get 24. If I can schedule 24 hours, I can catch up on all this. But if I don't train, I can't make it up. Yes. I can't. <laughs> you can't, like, just, I'm going to train for 24 hours and make up for this past two weeks. Bam. No. It doesn't work that way. You have to keep showing up. You have to be consistent. And, you know, Taekwondo taught me that. You know, and The deeper you get in, the more you have to restructure. Yeah, but I mean today, you know, I've been I've been um, really diligently working on learning this new strength and conditioning stuff. It's good stuff. I will share some of it with you, but not a lot until June, because I need I need another month. Yeah, I need another month to keep just to keep doing <laughs> it. I'm starting to understand it better. Um, yeah, but like that's I why I respect you as a coach. You do it and you understand it before you give it to me. Yeah, and I mean I was doing it today. Like I kind of didn't have an extra hour, but I'm like you know what. Screw it, I got an hour. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna get it done, I feel great, I'm glad I did it, I had the hour. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking, you know what? I watched Cobra Kai this morning, I watched an episode, I had extra time, I got time, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I put it in and I, I thought of that you know, thing I said to my daughter about, it. you gotta do this every day because it adds up. Mm-hmm. You can't forego it because the consequences don't hit you until far down the line and then it's, expensive it's an expensive crapshoot it's uh this surgery or this medication or this you know you have yeah. to change this yeah, and it yeah. might work and it might just have shitty side effects <sighs> right and yeah <laughs> yeah i think training like that every day and just like training for longevity like that that's an investment like mm-hmm. you have to understand that it's it goes it back to dick van dyke baby yeah invest and that's invest. an investment and in, yeah you know, and keep moving yeah <laughs> Like, you hear fucking people say it all the time, like, oh, once I retired and stopped moving, I died, or, you know, shit like that. You don't like, have purpose anymore. Yeah. Like, to bring it back to Avenue Q, purpose. Have you ever seen that? No. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Great musical. But, um, yeah, you got to have something to do. There's got to be a reason to get up in the morning. Yeah. You lose the reason, then it's time to move on. Right. You know. And that's knowing, not knowing that, but just observing that, uh, hmm whether it was like the generation ahead of me and just like realizing like working in a shitty job for whatever hours, you know, whatever hours a day and then coming home and drinking yourself to sleep or this or that, like, isn't the way, like I knew that there had to be a different avenue avenue for that. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And it's like, you know, live as, as long as you can, as healthy as you can and really take it it to a fucking disease. If you got it, like, fuck you cancer or whatever. Yeah. But then, you you know, it's almost like (laughs) die by choice yeah not by circumstance yeah yeah or die in combat <laughs> oh well, that's <laughs> the ultimate sure. death and the honorable yeah. <laughs> yeah but um you know it's not because of all your shitty decisions caught up to you 
it's because you did everything you were going to do and everyone's secure and got it all laid out yeah. you're okay yeah you can you can you can move on and be cool with it because it's time yeah not be forced out yeah um i agree uh, that, yeah that thinking alone uh i think will take you a lot further in training in life than yeah. being fucking close-minded <laughs> well yeah <laughs> mm. so I gotta wrap her up soon. Pretty soon, man. This yeah. is a good one. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. Any closing thoughts? I mean, you have, I mean, depends on like how deep you go into martial arts heroes. Like, tier one, Ninja Turtles, Bruce Lee, Batman. You know, then you start digging in a little bit, you know. Yeah. Some obscure references like gargoyles, uh, stuff like that. Then you start getting into like family references and mm. stuff like that. But just, you know, I mean, if you're looking for traits you want to emulate and looking for people that inspire you to become something you're looking for consistent actions and understanding that it's a process and building then look at people look at people out there there's there's people there's stories there's you know that's the thing a lot of it comes in just like shh listen just observe yeah. shut up see and what's listen. going on yeah. <laughs> yeah you know don't don't think you know everything yeah, go in and know nothing and just listen and let the pieces fall into place and understand that it's not going to happen instantly. You do get your epiphanies. Sure. But they build over time. They took time to get to that point where the t- to the tipping point. What you got to do? Trust the process. Trust the process. God damn. It's a fact. But, but yeah, look to your, you know, look to your heroes within us uh, within boundaries. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but I mean, you know, then at, like, at the end of the day, execute do stuff do something do something yeah it doesn't have to be successful it, it doesn't even be, have to anything come of it just do it yeah like ask that person you want to ask out out or you know fucking go rescue a dog from i don't know do yeah. something like help somebody yeah. see what happens like you'd be surprised yeah, you'd be surprised how uh, quickly things come around yeah how positive don't, actions build you sit around and bitch about stuff it's probably because you're fucking yeah Putting the energy into it, you know? And then yeah, don't put the energy into it. Exactly. Put energy into being positive. As, and yeah, and that's the thing. Like, as someone who hates cliches and, like, stuff like that, I talk about them a lot and I use them a lot. <laughs> and, like, because they're fucking true, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. We've yeah. reached the wisdom point where they know they're true. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, just looking for the truth that fulfills those kind of cliches. <laughs> yeah, and I mean... It's funny, but... Yeah, your heroes can do that. Yeah. Huh. And, like, obviously... No, I don't think people have clear-cut, you know, like life or death, right or wrong decisions every day. Like that's not life. It's you know, we're not battling, you no. know, mutants in the streets of New York. We're just you. We're just people. Yeah. Um, so the choices aren't as dramatic or as noticed, but no. you still got to make the right choice. I think. Yeah. Right? Or just make a choice. A choice. And then <laughs> deal with the consequences <laughs> yeah. and make another choice. Yeah. Don't be a deer in the headlights. <laughs> yeah. In life. <laughs> yeah. Do uh, stuff. Be happy. Drink coffee. All right. Keep your coffee regular. Yeah. Yeah, Peace in. Peace in. Have a great day. All right.